Hi guys, it's Anastasia and Ari here, uh, and uh, following up after our methanamine episode, we figured it would be logical to discuss vitamin C that is often prescribed with methanamine. Uh, and uh, why is it often prescribed with methanamine, Ari? Right, so vitamin C, ascorbic acid, is often prescribed with methanamine because whether this is true or not, it's thought that vitamin C helps to acidify the urine and methanamine, which turns into formaldehyde, needs an acidic environment to become formaldehyde. So oftentimes your doctor will give you a prescription for vitamin C because it's thought that methanamine will only work in this acidic environment that can be caused by vitamin C. Right. And uh, when we talk about acidity, we uh, frequently think about it in terms of pH uh, levels. So um, 7.0 being neutral and anything lower than that being acidic, anything higher than that being alkaline. Same thing obviously applies to all liquids, including the urine. And um, But if go to ba- go back to basics, what exactly is pH and why is that, I guess, important uh, when we think about urine? Mm-hmm. Right, so pH, going back to, I guess, chemistry 101. So pH is essentially the level of hydrogen atoms, ions, in the, in the body. So hydrogen um, has, is thought of as acidic. So acidic is anything that's very low on the pH scale. Um, so for example, ascorbic acid vitamin C is slightly acidic. So it's an acid, whereas something like bleach is going to be high on the pH and it's very basic. So these different levels of hydrogen affect how um, a solution, whether it's urine, blood, saliva, whatever it is, um, works. So in our bodies, we're we're very close to neutral. We're about 7.45 is normal for the the blood. But the urine um, has a little bit of a wider range. So the normal um, urine pH is anywhere from about um, around six, but it can range, I think, from like 4.5 to eight. So it can be a little bit acidic, it can be a little bit um, alkaline, but it should be somewhere around that, uh, somewhere around the neutral range. Um, When we think of pH and why it's important for the urine, we think that, um, for example, an acidic urine might perhaps make, uh, make it difficult for bacteria to grow, um, whereas now there's some information stating that maybe it's more of an al- alkaline urine that actually might be um, worse for um, bacteria to grow. So there's new information coming out, and honestly, it's a little bit confusing, <laughs> to, to be right. honest. To my understanding, pH is one of the factors of uh, what could be uh, potentially slowing down the growth of bacteria in the urine. pH is a side effect of what you eat and what you consume. And so newer studies show that an alkaline urine is an indicator of a better diet, a healthier diet, usually a plant-based diet, that will have byproducts that are more alkaline. And studies show that within an alkaline environment, so when you're eating fruits, vegetables, things with um, high um, antioxidant levels, there's going to be these small molecules that actually combat bacterial growth. Um, And so that's why, although yes, a very, very low um, 
urine pH is going to be bad for anything living within your bladder. Actually, an alkaline urine that is not so far off um, the center will actually have all of these inhibitors of um, bacterial growth that might be more beneficial for you and not necessarily cause the side effects that can come with um, acidic urine, which is oftentimes burning and pain and all of those side effects with um, acidity in the bladder. Okay, and uh, let's um, turn now um, our eyes and ears <laughs> back to the topic of vitamin C and discuss what do we know so far about clinical studies that used vitamin C for prevention of uh, urinary tract infection or recurrent urinary tract infections in different populations. If to summarize, Ori, what do we know so far? I mean, obviously we cannot say that we have read all the studies out there, but from what we research, uh, what what does what seems to be a consensus on uh, the topic of vitamin C as a preventive for UTIs? So the consensus is we don't know, actually. So that's exactly the consensus. The consensus really is that we can't, um, we can't um, prescribe vitamin C for the, um, for the treatment of UTIs because studies have not proven you know, um, beyond a doubt that it works. And that's exactly true. There are some studies that have shown a benefit, um, and there, then there are some studies that have not shown a benefit. And I think Part of the reason that it's so challenging is that there's so many different types of studies out there. So there are studies that actually treat human beings who have UTIs. There are studies that look at bacteria within a petri dish. Um, then there are other studies that um, really just ask people in the past and rely on people having taken the vitamin C and not necessarily checking, you know, their if they have a UTI. So there's just a range of studies. And also the amount of people in the study varies and who's in the study. So there's been studies on pregnant women. There have been studies on people who have um, catheters in their bladders long term. So honestly, there are very many studies that have been done in the past. Honestly, I don't think very many people are doing the studies now because it's so, um, it's, I feel like it's hard to get a true answer. Um, but some, you know, some studies show that ascorbic acid um, at relatively high levels, um, normally we should take about 100 uh, milligrams per day, but taking up to like two grams per day, so quite, quite high levels, may lower the pH, but by less than one pH point. So Obviously, that's within the physiologic level since normal pH is from 4.5 to 8. So you might go from 8 to 7 or, you know, from 7 to 6, but it's not going to drastically drop your pH. The, the good thing, though, is most studies show that there weren't major side effects from taking ascorbic acid. Vitamin C is something that is, you know, in lemons and um, red peppers and lots of things that you normally eat. So it's hard to have major side effects from taking vitamin C. Honestly, if you take too much, you just pee it out, <laughs> to be honest. And that's why your urine looks bright yellow or other colors, because it just has all of that vitamin C coming out in it. Um, so luckily, they're not major side effects from taking it. So it's unlikely to hurt you. Question is if it'll really benefit um, your UTIs. Some studies, again, have shown people who take it long-term have less um, UTIs. Again, I, some of those studies were in pregnant women. 
again, the studies weren't the best in, term, in that they didn't follow the women long term and they didn't check their urine very well to make sure that they had infections or not. It, a lot of it was, you know, I don't think I have a UTI, which is obviously is very impactful for the woman, but doesn't um, definitively tell us whether or not they had less UTIs. Um, and then there's some studies, like I said, that have looked at people who have bladder catheters who are very commonly people who will have recurrent UTIs because they have um, an indwelling foreign object, the catheter in their bladder. And honestly, some studies actually showed that the vitamin C made the infections worse, which is obviously not what they thought would happen. Um, but caveat is that the amount of vitamin C that we think is enough to treat infections is very hard to get into our bladder. So when we take, you know, even that two grams of vitamin C a day, we might not be getting high enough levels that will act lower your pH or have the antibacterial effects. Apart from possibly lowering the pH, can have this effect where it directly inhibits the growth of bacteria without relying on pH. It um, produces something called nitric oxide, which is a compound that our body naturally uses to fight infection. But while that's great, typically when we take vitamin C by mouth, we don't get high enough levels to actually cause that to really happen in our bladders. And so when we take the amounts that pe most people will be able to get in their bladder by taking um, it by mouth, it actually seems like it may make the bacteria stronger because you know possibly they just have a little bit of um, um, of effect but not enough to kill the bacteria and they can actually become a little bit more um, hardened against the the vitamin C and the nitric oxide you know unfortunately there are those studies that show not only does vitamin C not work but it actually can worsen um, urinary tract infections Right. And in the studies that uh, looked at positive results, we want to also kind of highlight the fact that vitamin C is a great vitamin. You know, it helps to improve your immune system. And guess what? Your uh, propensity to uh, develop an infection, any kind of an infection, is highly dependent on how strong is your immune system in general. So it could be more of a systemic impact when you take one or another vitamin and you really do follow that reg uh, regimen. I would probably imagine similar f people would find a, an effect with like vitamin D or, or fish oil. You know, you keep pumping your body with something useful systemically and uh, you'll find a positive effect on a range of variety of chronic issues. Right, and that's exactly true. So I'm only talking about vitamin C in the bladder, but as you said, vitamin C is an obligate vitamin. We have to take it in our body because we don't make it, and you're right, it's necessary for our immune system. It's necessary for teeth, you know, immunity, the health of your teeth. Um, so you definitely need to take vitamin C, but the question here is, is it going to benefit your UTIs? And honestly, the jury's somewhat still out. When we talk about using vitamin C for suppressing bacterial growth um, or helping with an active infection, we actually looked at a study in detail and, and it's posted in our blog under the subject of vitamin C for urinary tract infections. That study looked at the effect of vitamin C on UTIs, but it was done, it was an in vitro study, which means that 
The scientists didn't do it in human subjects. It was done in a petri dish. It is very far from what will happen in a patient's body. They found that ascorbic acid can be beneficial for UTIs in a very, very specific way. So, and I'm going to look up my notes here because it was so specific, I have to say it exactly right. So um, essentially what needed to be done was that the urine had to be essentially non-acidic to begin with, so around a pH of seven. And then the urine needed to be rapidly acidified. So separate from the, um, the vitamin C, the urine needed to be acidified quickly. And then, only then, could um, the ascorbic acid be added to the urine. And in that situation where the pH drops quickly, the vitamin C is added after the fact, does vitamin C help treat UTIs? So for example, when they put the vitamin C um, into the urine, uh, the infected urine at without acidifying the urine, the vitamin C wasn't beneficial. The thing that they also um, noticed was that it had to be in the setting of something called nitrites. So certain bacteria, not all of them, but certain bacteria will change um, nitrates, um, which are byproducts that we have in the urine into nitrites. And that's on another topic is why um, a urine test will look for nitrite positivity and will say that you have a, a urine infection. But once the bacteria turn, turn the nitrates to nitrites, then the vitamin C can work on that nitrite to turn it into nit uh, nitric oxide. So <laughs> there's very many things going on. Um, the acidity level, the presence of um, nitrites from nitrates, and then ascorbic acid being put in only when the urine becomes um, acidic. So, you know, unfortunately, that's not necessarily how it works when you're prescribed vitamin C with an antibiotic. Oftentimes, you're told to take vitamin C on a regular basis. So if your urine is pH is lowered, it's done in, so in a gradual manner rather than, you know, all of a, um, rather than all of a sudden. Um, and it really means that you have to know when to take the vitamin C, when to take the antibiotic, and what your urine pH was, your baseline urine pH is. And I think those are factors that a lot of people don't know and aren't told that they need to know um, in order to have a good effect from um, ascorbic acid. So uh, a very interesting thought experiment and obviously a fascinating uh, result of a research that was done in a lab that or I just explained. However, in order to replicate the circumstances, a patient needs to be hooked up to different machines uh, that would pump in a variety of those uh, liquids into maybe directly into the bladder in order for um, us to control the pH or the chemical balance and produce the needed result. So not very realistic in just your regular setting. Although I would like to point, there was an interesting study um, that I found um, that looked at using ascorbic acid specifically in patients with bladder catheters. So what they did, which was really interesting, is that they got nitrites and ascorbic acid and they instilled that inside the bladder at the same time. 
And they found that in people who had urine infections, instilling the, the nitrites and the sorbic acid actually really decreased the urinary tract infections. The bacteria were killed. There were much lower um, levels of bacteria. However, when they only instilled ascorbic acid without the nitrites, it went completely wrong. The ba bacteria thrived and grew, you know, more strongly. So that was a that was bad. But it shows that in certain instances, for example, in people who already have catheters or are willing to have catheters, we can be more um, specific about the amounts of uh, ascorbic acid and the pH level, and this might be more apt to help those people with catheters. Right. Um, at the same time, when you do have an indwelling catheter and you're ready to, uh, and I agree to get something uh, instilled in your blood, directly in your blood, or I think experimental, <laughs> experimental combination of vitamin C and nitric, uh, nitrites might not be the best uh, recipe to turn to. There are plenty of other interesting combinations um, we can potentially look at. But great point and good to know that there are circumstances that we can control our uh, the, the contains of our bladder. Um, so to summarize, uh, what we um, spoke about today is that you know your uh, urine pH is a result of many different factors of your lifestyle of your diet um, vitamin c may or may not play some role in affecting your urine pH however it might be needed to produce or speed up certain chemical reactions in your urine in order for certain drugs like methanamine to work However, it's interesting to point out that there are certain antibiotics that actually work better in alkaline environment, such as the very popular Cipro, um, Bactrim, for example, as well. The, some research points out that um, Microbit, however, is better off in um, acidic environment. So that could be something to consider when you, if you're taking Microbit, maybe talk to your doctor about about the options with what you can take to acidify your urine if you're taking this popular antibiotic. Um, other than that, uh, what kind of, I guess, actionable takeaways we have for, for our listeners? Sure, I think uh, an important thing is not just looking at urine pH, but looking at the overhealth. And I think this is something we talk about all the time. You really have to look at what your diet is, your lifestyle, your microbiome. I don't think we mentioned that specifically, but the microbiome also affects the urine pH and then also the, the health of the, of the bladder. So taking all of that into account rather than looking at this specific number um, when you do a urine dipstick and what your pH is, is I think very much more important. Um, the other thing is being aware that these numbers have to be taken into the context of the whole picture. So as Anastasia said, maybe a low pH is good with some type of antibiotics and not with another. And rather than saying something is good, you know, a high pH or something is bad, a low pH, you really have to take into effect what antibiotics you're taking, what your lifestyle is, and also any other supplements that you're taking. Um, if you take vitamin C and your doctor doesn't know that and you try an antibiotic, then it might help or hurt the antibiotic that you're taking. 
So really being aware of the whole um, system rather than just a single number is um, critical for treating UTIs for the long term. That is it for today. Again, if you are planning to take something alongside with antibiotics that were prescribed by your physician, make sure to tell your doctor about that. Uh, consult uh, on various supplements and uh, vitamins that you're taking. Definitely list them all. Uh, don't skip anything. See, it could be important. Thank you guys and talk to you soon. Talk to you next time.